0: In today's episode, I cover a story about a family that was held hostage by two scumbags and tortured.
1: And I cover a story about a woman kidnapped by a man with multiple faces. Loading with the Podcast, episode twenty nine. Hey, Effers, and welcome to What the F podcast. I'm Tamara.
0: And I'm Rebecca.
1: How is everyone?
0: Um, everyone is, is good. <laughs> How is
1: everyone out there? <laughs> oh, wait. I'm assuming everyone's uh, yeah.
0: great. Yeah. Um, we have um, Todd. Yep. Our producer, he's in the house. And Rex is not here today. He is
1: not here. He is a busy man. Yep.
0: Doing busy, busy man things. Yes. So we will be missing him today.
1: Yes. But, but we have us. Yep.
0: <laughs> and we are going to tell you about some murder and some heinous crimes. And we're going to talk about I mean, some pop, pop culture.
1: culture. We always start off with some pop culture <laughs> for you. Um, and so we'll hop into that. Yeah.
0: Now – um. So last time we talked about Michael Jackson and the Neverland. Yeah, the Leaving
1: Neverland um, documentary that came out. We talked about how disgusting and gross that was. And so there's been like a lot of um, backlash. Like radio stations have stopped playing Mm -hmm. him. And his family and stuff are receiving a lot of um, hate. Threats. Yeah. And...
0: So yeah, um, right after it was, it was ironic because right after we, uh, right after we recorded, um, we checked online and it said that um, Paris, Michael Jackson's daughter, daughter um, had slit her wrist, and she was yeah. in a hospital and placed on a hold, and then she was out um released yeah and she was seen like smiling afterwards and on a date with her boyfriend and just like
1: right afterwards she was out on a date yeah that's odd it's odd um i i heard that her um attempt was because of all the hate she's Mm -hmm. been getting from um the documentary documentary and everything and i know she's had Mental illness issues in the past. She's it, tried to do this
0: before. Yeah, she tried to, to attempt suicide in 2013 as well. Um, and she talks about, um, she's open about her depression. So
1: she's being closely monitored by a team of doctors. Well, hopefully, um, you know, she's able to get the help that she needs. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine because, you know, being one of his kids you're in the spotlight right i mean
0: ever since you were a kid and then whatever happened in her home Mm -hmm. and around her home Mm um man it's rough so hopefully she gets some help help and guidance to get through it yes so good luck to you there we go there's paris that's our our little michael jackson quip of the day
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then speaking of someone else who needs help or who is getting help. Yes. Um, <laughs> who needs help. She needs help. help. I don't, she does. I don't think I like her. I don't, I, I don't okay. really. Okay. I don't either. So um, we're talking about Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. We talked about her several episodes yep. ago. And when she first went on her hiatus from her show, she actually was off her show for three months. Yeah, and wow. she even had other people filling in for her. And she wasn't being very um, forthcoming with what was going on so she said she was having like complications with Graves disease and but then there would be paparazzi pictures of her out walking around and hmm. stuff and so she kind of made it sound like she was in the hospital but then you see these pictures and you she know, wasn't in the hospital right and, and so it's kind of like what's what else going on is going on and so there were also Allegations that her husband was abusive and stuff, which could be true. And he was cheating at one point, he right? He was cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, That she had a lot of stuff uh, going on, you know, and it all just... Came bombed. together. Yeah. Yeah. And so she made a statement today and she said that she has been living in a sober house. Okay. And that um, she is seeking treatment for substance abuse. She didn't mention what, what substance? substance. Okay. But in the past, she was on cocaine mm. so it could be something like More that cocaine it I mean there are times on the show where she seemed like she was a little high I mean I've seen clips and I think I mentioned that before where she seemed out of it not with it you sure. know so I don't think this is a shock um it's a shock that she's admitting it because she keeps everything so quiet but yes yeah, she she gossips about everybody right you know, I mean, and talks about everybody else's business. But, oh, don't talk about me. Yeah. And the only reason why she is talking about this is because a British tabloid was about to print Release a story. it. So she right. wanted to get that. Get ahead of accolades it. Accolades of uh-huh. that. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of have to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And so they don't expose you. Sure. Like that. So. She gets to control the way it's released. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so I think, though um, – My, I mean, it's good that she's getting treatment and everything. My issue just with her is just that she talks so much shit on people. Everybody. All the time. And then it seems like since she's been back. It's not gotten any better. No. And it's almost like she's been saying all this crazy stuff or whatever. I guess she was talking about Aretha Franklin the other day. Dear God. I know. is she talking about, Aretha? I I don't know. It was something about her documentary that is coming out. But it's just like, just (laughs) shut up and <laughs> yeah aretha's people are upset and is like she's been saying stuff you know and it's just like you can talk about everybody but you don't want anybody talking about you and your business just like where her husband's cheating on her and stuff and she's just keeping it quiet yeah and everybody knows about it you know i think um you appreciate it more if she's just open Right. Be you know? a
0: genuine person. Just be, gen- be real. Stuff
1: happens in your life. Mm-hmm.
0: Everything is not great. Yeah. You know, like makes everyone's you more relatable. human. Yeah, exactly. You're uh-huh. human. You're relatable. You're likable. Right. You can still think things are ridiculous. I mean, we do. Uh-huh. But we're not over here <laughs> trying to act like we're fake and perfect. No. That, you right. That would be
1: like, okay, so we talk about celebrities and stuff and so say we had something huge happen sure I mean we're not anywhere on that level yeah but but. yet (laughs) (laughs) let's say something online there's something viral about us that wasn't great
0: we might hide everything (laughs) we're just joking
1: (laughs) we might admit to it (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) I think we
1: should yeah we'd be we'd be open with our our listeners yes we we love you guys yeah you guys are our friends. Oh yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, so that's our Oh, no. We ha- we had one more thing else we were going to Yeah, talk we gonna, about.
1: we wanted to talk about so that you have started watching Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, so. which I'm so happy about. I I told her. <laughs> you keep t- she keeps talking about <laughs> it on the
0: show or
1: referencing yeah. points on
0: the show and I'm always like, "Vanderpump what? What
1: is that? What is this movie?" <laughs> I had no
0: idea. And I And now you do. Binge-watched everything I could <laughs> on um Hulu. Hulu. And I mean, now I'm gonna have to log into Bravo, right, and watch watch the current season. They have a couple seasons or a current season yeah. on there, and that show is ridiculous. It's very binge wor- worthy. It's and like a guilty pr- pleasure, it's you know. Super. It's so
1: just juicy, and you can't believe like. It's ha- it's really going it's on. R- their real lives. They're friends, and they all like sleep with each other. And- so yeah.
0: So for anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> yeah, anyone who is like me,
1: um, <laughs> there's what's her name Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump Lisa Vanderpump is, uh, is a housewife. She yeah, she's a Beverly Hills housewife, and then mm-hmm. she has owned several restaurants in Beverly Hills, L.A. area, mm-hmm. and so uh, how this show started was. All of these um, people on the show were, they were bartenders or waiters, servers at Sir her restaurant. Sexy, unique Sir. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just shows their lives. And they all and know each other. They and they're all, all having are, sex with each other. Right. And they're all, they all have history. Yes. And there's some crazy people. There's like Jax, who's a sociopath. I mean, and th- when he starts out,
0: you're like, eh, something's off with that guy. But as the show goes on, you're like, Ugh. he is. Everyone can go, he is like that ex I do. He, he, <laughs> like,
1: he, he is, is like that one person yes. that you're
0: like, are you serious? And the one that
1: you can't stand. Yeah. Where you're just like, I how can't you, stand you. How? Yeah. And then I'm just like, how? Uh, how do how you old you are you
0: what? to be acting the way you're acting?
1: Too old? I mean, he's 40 now. Okay. Like, he's too old to be doing the stuff he does. Like, he goes out and is partying. He's always cheating on every girlfriend.
0: Everyone. Like, he doesn't serious know how cheating. to be
1: faithful at all. Is a big time liar. Just lies. Just you can look at him and be like, I can
0: see you doing this right now. Yeah. And he's like,
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he, just Right. No. No. Yeah. Like he could be screwing someone right in front of your face and still lying. Like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. What? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Lisa Vanderpump for some reason has like a soft spot for him sure it's weird but um stassi you know she's a little Jax's ex she's a, a, right and she has a strong personality yeah she does
0: and i feel like she's very honest though she is, and like super. she ru- like honesty rules her decision making which mm-hmm. i can't hate that no as much as i and everyone and i the go show, off and
1: on with her because sometimes i'm like Okay, she's, you know, I think she's. I think she's a privileged bitch. She, yeah. But I think that she's a terrible person. Oh yeah. You know, I think um, all of them are, you know, pretty much Kristen. Mm, she's terrible, a terrible, awful person. What is up with that? She's like a drunk. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> no, like I like, think
0: <laughs> I think that they all have drinking. <laughs>
1: Major um, issues. Issues, yeah. I mean, it. like,
0: there's a concern there, but... Which and it's is, not discouraged by their boss no, by any means. She's more than okay no. with them drinking and, like, all the this time. Is,
1: this is funny that we're saying this because um, I haven't seen last night's episode, but I guess in last night's episode... Or she just announced it last night, but Lala... You know Lala? Have you gotten to her episodes yet? Um,
0: vaguely. Okay. I'm, well, not, I'm not... She's not a huge... Oh, okay. Well, she ends up yet.
1: being... A bigger okay. role player yeah. but yeah lala admitted she's an alcoholic okay and so she's gonna stop drinking Good. and all that yeah more of them need to stop drinking stop because it's actually like a problem it's like you know it's not where where are you know like how we went out the other night and had, had a couple some car bombs. we had the car <laughs> had bomb car bombs. Like we were not lying we, we split actually a did car bomb actually <laughs> we don't have to say it that way you know no no we had like 10 and (laughs) got sloshed no we did not no we didn't but we
0: did have a car bomb like we said we would right but see like we went out and we didn't you know have to continue no but it's a disease and it can take over and if you don't if you don't have a stopping point yeah you you know you need to get help yeah so hopefully they get help but it's a good show so you should watch It it it's a it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. On Hulu and, mm-hmm. and Bravo. And Bravo. No, we are not getting paid we for that. We are not sponsored, but. Or, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I like that show. I'm glad I decided to watch it. Well, I'm
1: glad you watch it. So now I have someone to chat about, about, about it, it with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And once you get caught up on the episodes, then we can really chat. Yeah see what the hell's Yeah, I going have to on. try to keep my mouth shut on trying like, not to tell you stuff. <laughs> Do you like, know that this happened? Do you happened? know what Jax did? Oh, Yeah, my he's done dumb orc, He's an so. idiot. Yes. I'm... If
0: you're listening, Jax, we hate you.
1: Oh, yeah. You are a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will tell you that to your face. And he doesn't care. No, he doesn't care because yeah. he's a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, he really is. I'm not just saying that. He no, really, I believe it. Really he is. is. He is. He's awful. He is. He is all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that's that. So that's that. And so that's our pop culture. Segment. Roundup for you. Yeah. Yeah. There
0: wasn't a lot since we just recorded. This is just a couple days later. Yeah. We're having
1: a short turnaround because we just recorded Saturday and then now it's Tuesday. So just to let you guys know because you guys are going to hear it a week
0: sure a week apart
1: apart so it's just going to sound normal we're just to you. trying
0: to get on a reg we're trying to get on the reg with you right. guys and this is how this is happening and this is how it's happening so <laughs> so now this is where we talk about the horrendous murders. <laughs> Hor- Hor- horrendous
1: horrendous. Hor- horrendous oh we actually have um a theme for today oh yeah yeah it's like we're like oh yeah um Hostage? Is that what we say? Like hostage, yeah. kidnapped, kidnapped, hostage, yeah, hostage. situation. Yeah. So both of our stories will have that theme. Yes. And I get to start first. I'm so excited.
0: Mine is more of a well-known, I think, story, so you might okay. have heard it. Um And I'm going to start again, talking about where it's at, and then who we're talking about. Um, I'm trying to get some kind of order in place here. Um, okay. With my stories, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get organized. She's working on it. I am working on mm-hmm. it. It's only episode 555-7, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and we're still at the still, beginning. Yeah. We're still... <laughs> and we're working on it. Okay, anyway, so my story is based out of Cheshire, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It's a town in New Haven County, Connecticut, and has a population of over 29,200 people.
1: Is this like an upscale area? It is.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Um,
0: it, It's... Not – I don't think it's super – I think it's just really nice. It's a like, nice neighborhood. Just, it's nice. Okay. So it says it's considered to be one of the best places to live in Connecticut. So I'm assuming oh. it's okay. – well, best place can – doesn't necessarily mean it's, like, the richest place. It just means it's, like, it's – Good. It's safe. a very – yeah, it's a very good suburban feeling. Um, it, it's a very liberal town, and it has highly rated schools. So it's not poor. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before I start telling you the story, I want to tell you about the victims a little bit. Um, the first victim is actually the only surviving victim mm-hmm. of the story. It's William Pettit. He was age 50 at the time, and he was an endocrinologist um, doctor. And I'm right. gonna just end it with that. Um, and so then, because there's because he's alive. And so that, but we're gonna go into the next one. It's Jennifer Hawk Pettit was his wife. Mm-hmm. She's a 48 year old mother of two. She was a pediatric oncology nurse at a Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, where she met the love of her life, Dr. William Pettit. Oh, a nurse and a doctor. Yep. Um, so following the births of her two daughters, she began working at a school uh, as a school nurse at Cheshire Academy, which was a private boarding school. She had a love of, or she had a loving and generous nature, and she was like a mother and a friend to all of the students. They loved her so much that they dedicated the 2005 yearbook to her. Oh, okay. Um, Jennifer was a woman of great faith, and she was an active member of the Cheshire United Methodist Church. She was serving on numerous committees, including education, fellowship, vacation Bible school, and she directed the Sunday school where she taught children from. All ages.
1: Wow, super involved. I mean,
0: really, Mm. seriously. Um, In in her spare time, if you can imagine she had spare time, she was an avid reader. She enjoyed playing the piano and guitar. Oh. And her love of music inspired musical interest for her girls, um, her girls Haley and Michaela. Jennifer's kindness, along with her understanding and compassionate heart, touched the lives of everyone she met. So then Haley was the next um, person. is her um, oldest daughter. yeah, She was 17. She was well-known, admired, and loved. She was a great student and athlete. She was a leader and a, and a good friend to many. Uh, throughout her high school career, Haley was a high honor roll student. She was a member of cum laude, a journalist Journalism Prize winner, a winner of the school's award for exceptional community service. I mean, this goes on. I don't mm-hmm. even think anyone can talk about me like this, and I'm still around and I'm older. This is crazy. <laughs> so in addition to that, she was admitted to the Dartmouth, Dartmouth College.
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: She was a committed athlete. She was a three-season varsity player of cross-country, basketball, and crew she actually did crew, which isn't that...
1: Right. Isn't that what the Unlike crew, yeah. um, Lori Laughlin's daughters who didn't do shit. Didn't, right. Didn't even fill Bethes. out the application.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she actually was part of that. Um, she was a two-season varsity ch- captain of the basketball and crew, and she was elected to the all-school senior leadership position of Athletics Association head.
1: Yeah, super busy. Busy. Yeah, I was not doing all that in high
0: school. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in addition to that... <laughs> Because this is important, she was the leadership um, her it says Haley's leadership extended beyond the school at, the, at a, to the larger community. she raised thousands of dollars in support of multiple sclerosis oh. research. Um, Jennifer had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis oh, really? early on yeah, so oh. even through having a diagnosis of, of MS mm-hmm. she was doing all that stuff the mother oh. was. Wow. so wow. Haley was trying to find and, and yeah. research you know do research How, for them yeah. yeah. For the cause, so she had it. That was really big in her heart, and um, she led by example. She encouraged others around her to do the same. She was honored and respected by her teachers, her coaches, and everyone that she knew, and she was loved by everybody. Mm. Um, and then, Michaela Pettit was the youngest. She was just eleven years old. She was looking forward to attending middle school at Chase Collegiate 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 Collegiate. Collegiate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was looking to follow in her sister Haley's footsteps and she was going to take over the MS um, cause. Oh, gosh, that's big. She I know. It was called Haley's Hope and they were going to rename it Michaela's Miracles. Oh. Yeah. When Haley when it that was going to change over when uh-huh. Haley left for Dartmouth. So she was known for her amazing friendship and being a companion or being championed by every everyone. She loved everyone loved her. She was great. Um she loved watching the cooking network and preparing gourmet meals uh, for her family. At 11. Yeah, I know. Wow. And she could always be found jumping on the trampoline in our backyard with her friends mm-hmm. and the neighborhood kids. Okay, so that's who we're talking about. And, right. you know, to bring it up, bring up the story and let's bring it down. Mm-hmm. Um, So I, this is the story of the Cheshire murders. Um, so what started uh, late afternoon, Sunday, July 22nd of 2007, mm-hmm. um, as... Jennifer and Michaela went to the stop and shop to get groceries. Michaela wanted to cook her family a pasta dish the next night for dinner. Okay. So they were getting the ingredients for that when they attracted the attention of Joshua this name. Okay, I always pick a name. <laughs> it's always bad. Just go go with it. Commissar Jeffsky. Wow, okay. <laughs> Commissar Jeski. He was 44. Um, he was looking for his next victim. He was just up to no good. His next victim. So yeah, he was constant. Others? He was a he liked to burglarize and rob people oh. along with being he had a huge like a criminal, yeah. Yep, what? he was a he was a criminal of all types, like robbery, uh-huh. a battery, like just his his history was bad. Oh. But um, he was just looking to get get some money. He wanted money. So, okay. he had broken into several homes in the Cheshire area previously, stealing money and other valuables. When he saw Jennifer and Michaela getting into their SUV, he followed them to their two-story beige colonial-style home and took note of how nice it looked. Later, he remembers thinking, "He wanted to live in a house like that."
1: Yeah. He well, thought then this is you nice. Know what? Then you, go you, work. You go work and you earn. Be a good person. Yes. Yeah. And you 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 can get that if you work hard. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You don't have to take it from other no. people. No. Or be such a good person that you find a sugar mama and <laughs> she takes you in. <laughs> she
1: wants to take care I mean, of you. I mean, come on now. Come there on. are ways.
0: <laughs> there are ways. Okay, so that evening, Joshua Kamizarjevsky, and I'm gonna say his name a million times, a million times wrong. Um, so yeah, that I e- just
1: call him Joshua.
0: Joshua, we want to call him Joshua. Okay. So Joshua that evening, Joshua met up with his burglary buddy, Stephen Hayes. Stephen was twenty-seven. Um, they met at the same Stop and Shop parking lot, and then the two went for beers. And while they were drinking, they were talking about mugging people that were leaving the bar, mm. um, and then forcing them to withdraw money wow. at the ATM. But they both decided that wasn't a sufficient way to make enough money. So they talked about him following Like how much money they want. I don't know. God. Why would they think I don't know. This is all stupid. Yeah. They were drunk. So um but
1: And they're pieces, pieces. They're shitheads. Of shit. yeah. Shitheads.
0: Okay, so he then tells them about following these two home. And so they decided they would then go to that home because wow. clearly they saw where it was and it was nice. Well, he
1: already knew. He already had that in his mind. That's yeah.
0: what he wanted to do. Exactly. Why would you follow, follow them? somebody home? Right. Yeah. He said he he said he followed them because the, the SUV was nice and he thought well, that they I would heard. have a nice home. Yeah. Anyway, so he drives to the home. And at this time, it's at 3 a.m. It's about 3 a.m. So on July 23rd, 2007. Um, as they get there, they see that there's a baseball bat in the in the yard and so on their oh. way up to the house they pick up the baseball bat walk around to the back mm-hmm. and in the back of the house was a sunroom, mm-hmm. and so they get to the sunroom and they snuck inside where they found Dr. William Pettit sleeping.
1: In the he, sunroom.
0: Yeah. He was, he had fallen asleep while working on a um, report for work.
1: Okay.
0: So he was asleep. So Joshua and Stephen um, they wanted to take Doctor, the sleeping Dr. Pettit out. They were just like, we see this guy, we need to get rid of him because he's going to cause problems. Right. So they started repeatedly bashing him in the head with a bat. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, he woke up obviously very scared, wow. screaming, and confused. I
1: can't imagine that. I know. I yeah. know.
0: I mean, come on. Can you yeah. just imagine? No. I don't want to imagine that. Um, so they only stopped beating him when he curled up into the corner of the couch and he got quiet. Um, so they thought
1: he was dead? No, they just knew. No. They saw him.
0: not he wasn't dead. They just saw they just, that he stopped crying and so they could stop beating him. Because they beat him and he was screaming and then they had uh-huh. to stop beating him. They didn't want to stop beating him until he shut up. Okay. So he finally shuts up. And then they forced oh. him down to the basement. And they um, tied him very tightly to a pole in the basement. Okay. And they had a gun drawn and so he saw that gun and he knew... Um. At the time, Doctor Pettit was taking blood thinners, and it caused him to lose a ton of blood. Right. Okay. Yep. And so he was going in and out of consciousness during this. Um. Joshua and Stephen proceeded to go upstairs, where they and nobody woke up during this. By the way.
1: Well, I mean, we do don't sleep? know how big this house exactly, is, right? So right. or where, where it was like, located,
0: uh huh. Con- comparatively, so anyway. So they go upstairs where they find Jennifer and Michaela sleeping in bed. They were laying together. They had been reading Harry Potter. Oh. And they had fallen asleep while reading the book. Gosh. Yep. Um, Hayes put his his hands over Jennifer's mouth and gently shook her awake Mm -hmm. when – I I said Hayes. Stephen – I have their last names written down. This is (laughs) going to (laughs) suck. Stephen put his hands over Jennifer's mouth and gently shook her awake when – um yeah joshua woke up michaela and took her into her own room mm. and then the oldest pettit daughter haley was found asleep in her room and they woke her up as well stephen tied their hands behind their backs um and joshua tied their feet and then they put pillowcases over their heads so nobody could see them enough to recognize them so Joshua and Steven started looking through the house to find the stuff to steal because that was their goal. I just goal. Can't imagine
1: how scary this would be. I don't know. Just to be what, just, you
0: know. Woken like, up. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? What is
1: going on How'd you here get in here? Yeah, that's just so scary. That's just like the worst thing because in your home you feel safe. Exactly. And they're, they're, no.
0: You're good people. You're definitely, if you're that good of a person, you're not thinking of that evil. No. You're not thinking that the evil even exists. I, I mean, honestly. I if they had
1: like an alarm system and they just didn't have it on that night or something.
0: I don't like know, but I have alarms everywhere. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they spent hours searching the home, but they were not happy with what they found. They did, however, find a checkbook, which showed a balance that gave them their next big idea. They wanted to wait till the bank opened to have Jennifer withdraw $15,000 from her line of credit. Ugh. So this was about three to four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. bank doesn't open till nine right so they gotta fuck around right. until yeah uh-huh. yeah so when the morning came they, they were talking to them like they were yeah having what conversations. were they doing in
1: between that time
0: talking to him Just um while they're, they're still tied up and everything yeah. yeah they were all in their separate rooms tied mm-hmm. up um actually joshua went into um Michaela's room, the youngest daughter's mm-hmm. room, and was talking to her about school and about summer and about sports. Um, yeah, just learning her. Right. Learning stuff about her. Right. And he um, even called her, what was it KK? Oh, that was her nickname. nickname. That was the family nickname. Oh, and so he was no. using it yeah, on no, her. Don't call me that. Yeah, he just, but he, she was the one he saw, you know, when he. Yeah. You know, he, she lured him. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Gross. So okay. he, they're in there talking. Mm-hmm. and um, But they were just talking about how they just wanted the money. So they were trying to stay calm. Everyone was staying they're calm. They're like, we're not going to do
1: anything to you. Yep. yeah We, we just, just want
0: the money yeah. and then we'll be gone. Exactly. Okay. And that's what Steven was saying. Like, we're not here to kill. We're just here to get the money. And so Joshua was under that impression, too, that they were not to kill. They were just going to. Get the money. Okay. So morning comes and apparently Jennifer would have told him, doctor, my husband is a doctor and he's expected in. Right. Nice. So they directed her, call his office and tell him he's not coming in. So um, she calls the office and says, mm. he's not coming in today.
1: Yeah, it's just almost like you wish like you could have a code word to <sighs> say to somebody. Like-
0: so many opportunities though. Mm. We're, there's opportunities yeah. here and we're going to get to them. Um, so she she reports that he's not coming in and then she proceeds to get dressed because she's got to go to the bank. Right. And, um, while she's getting dressed and while she's doing all that, Stephen goes and goes to the gas station and takes two gas cans that he found in the basement Mm -hmm. and fills them up. And he brings them back. Oh, why would you do that? No, I'm planning
1: on hurting them. Exactly.
0: So he goes and gets the gas cans and brings them back. And then he um, gets uh, Jennifer in the car, takes her to the bank, which was only eight minutes away. And he says, you better be quick about getting the $15,000. So he stays in the car.
1: Like, be quick. Don't say anything to anybody. Yeah. So she goes in there by herself. By herself. He doesn't go in there with her. Does not go in with her. So she
0: goes in. Exactly. So she goes in. And as she's withdrawing the money, she tells the teller that her family is being held against their will in their home and that her two kids and her husband were tied up. She looked tense and very pale, but she stated that the guys were being nice to them and she thought that they just wanted the money and then they would leave. Oh, gosh. So she reports it. Right. And then she does her quick thing because she knows they're in there with my kid. I mean, Joshua's still at the house. Right. And so – um. It was only she was only in there for a few minutes and then as she after she left, the teller reported um oh she they get there at nine thirty. So they got there at nine thirty ish. Okay. I, I say that because when she leaves, it was only about like nine thirty four. It was not very long. Right. Um so that when she leaves, the teller reports the information to the manager, who then calls the police around ten o'clock.
1: Why? I'm not sure. Well, I didn't, I, I don't even understand why the teller just didn't call the cops I don't know you know I don't know did they think like she was lying well they said that
0: she was really calm um and so that kind of was one of their things that was like is she part of it is this something but either either way you're gonna have to call the cops just
1: be I mean just to be on the safe side why would you just call cops even if somebody
0: was do that even if it was a hoax you call the cops.
1: I'd rather right. You're gonna yeah, do it immediately. Way. Exactly. Right? Right.
0: Anyway, so anyway, they Ugh. took their little bit Sweet of time, time there and it takes about eight minutes to get home. They get home. This they're home about roughly 9 40.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um the police get to the bank first. There's there's a mix up. It was like, did the police go to the bank first and then the home, or did they send out two separate cars? There was so many varying reports that I decided that they just went to the bank because okay. there were some reports that were like, they sent two cars out and then one of them was like, no, they went to the bank and then they went to the home. Mm-hmm. So, um, they went to the bank, then they went to the home, and they set up a r- parameter around the house. They didn't go to the house. They didn't and not, go. They didn't and- to go check on the house. They didn't. They set up a parameter and sat you know, a distance away. And they didn't want to trigger anybody to let them know they were there because they didn't know what they were going into.
1: Oh, my goodness. Exactly.
0: So while they were at the perimeter, they hear screaming.
1: They hear screaming in the house? Yes. Yep. And they don't do anything?
0: No. They just sat there and kind of waited. They didn't, again, didn't know what they were going into. And while they were keeping... Are you kidding
1: me? I'm not kidding.
0: They got... There was a lot of backlash for that. Wow. So why they kept their distance um steven raped jennifer in the living room Uh. floor uh and while he was doing that um joseph joshua joshua jesus christ joshua reported (laughs) reported that dr pettit had escaped oh the house oh yep so dr pettit escapes um and that's when Steven decides to strangle Jennifer to death.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: So once she's dead, the two poured gasoline on her lifeless body throughout the house, and then on both Michaela and Haley. Well, they were awake alive. and alive, oh, tied man. to their beds. The two lit that the house. That is hu- awful. Terrible. It's sick. Yeah. So the two lit the house on fire and fled the scene in the Pettit family car. They just took their car. Yeah.
1: I mean, this whole thing is, like, not planned out. No. And, no, it's just hideous. It's just, like... It's awful. If your
0: goal is to get money, and you're going to do this horrible thing, and you're not even going to do it in a way that's going to let you get away. No. But then you just killed people for nothing. Nothing. Because you're not getting the money. No. Anyway, so they leave in the family car. Uh, The police surveillance saw them, and the two were arrested a block away. They didn't even get, like, out. Wow, they were a block away. So
1: just hold on. So yeah. she went to the bank because we didn't. I didn't get that. Did she? she didn't get it at the money. She got the money. Oh, she did get. The yeah, money. she got so the they money. Did get yeah. the money.
0: She got the money. And then okay. It only took her a few minutes to get the money. Okay. And then, um, yeah, she okay, left. It was sorry. only take yeah. about. Uh, no, that's okay. Yeah. I didn't say it explicitly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she got the money and she brought it back. Um, and then they raped her and killed her. Oh. So. Uh, Later, we find out that while uh, Stephen was with Jennifer withdrawing the money, Joseph, Joshua, Mm. what's his name? Joshua. Joshua. He doesn't deserve a name. Joshua was sexually assaulting um, and raping Michaela. Yeah. He, quote unquote, performed oral sex on her and then sodomized her and ejaculated on her stomach. Ah. He even photographed the attacks. He... uh what photographed Ugh. it happening, as well as photographing her in other provocative positions. That
1: is terrible. It awful. is
0: very that's just gross.
1: So sad. It's sick. It's sick. It's sad that that's her last moments. I mean, you it's know, and devastating. Ha- it's scary and shit. That's God awful. damn it.
0: Yeah. So when Hayes returns home with Jennifer, um, Joseph, Joshua, Joshua, Jesus. I didn't think, I thought I was gonna be able to say his last name. I really did. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Um, when Stephen came home with Jennifer, mm-hmm. Joshua tells him what he did to Michaela. And then he encourages her, him to have sex or rape the mother.
1: Oh, yeah. And so
0: he does. He's like, I did this to the little girl. Oh, yeah.
1: So you, you do this do to the to mother. Yeah, and, so he this and so he yeah. does. And so he does.
0: Um, which is just fucking sick. It is sick. Sick. So while all of this was going on, everything, Doctor Pettit overheard them say, "Don't worry, it will all be over soon." That's when he knew he had to get out, because uh, he was in the basement. So was he, he, he heard all, stuff all of it. He heard it all. Ab- he heard his wife. He did not hear anything with the kids. Mm-hmm. So he was listening to the bumping around and the you know right. all this noise of his wife. Right. Um he did not know she died. And he did not know what was going on with the girls. Okay. So he had to get out. He had this adrenaline rush. And um, he escaped. He somehow made it out of his, like, he was, because he was bound yeah, to this pole. To and somehow pole. he just got out. So he r- runs out the basement door to mm-hmm. the neighbor's house. His neighbor is a good friend of his. But he was so badly beaten. The guy had no Clue who he was. Oh, I mean, we
1: couldn't even recognize No, him.
0: And, and it wasn't like Dr. Pettit was running. It was like Dr. Pettit was crawling,
1: and the oh, neighbor found man. him like
0: in front of his basement door when he right. got out. Like Dr. Pettit's like pounding on the garage door right. of his and friend's house, like, and he's like, What is going on? Uh-huh. And finally, the neighbor opens the door, sees something there, and right. has no clue who he is. Right. I mean, it took him a while to figure out what was going on. And at this, as he's crawling to the neighbor's house, the house is on fire. Ah, oh. Because from the time she got back to the bank to the mm-hmm. time the house was set on fire, it was like it was 15, less than 15 time. minutes. I mean, yeah. we're talking very little.
1: So, okay. And then the cops are still?
0: Still there. So the cops see him crawling out of the house? They can't quite see all that okay. from the angles and stuff. But then
1: they see the house on fire?
0: The house is inside on fire, right? And then okay. then they're arrested. You know, then they're caught. And he's like, they're dead inside. They tell him they're dead inside and the house is on fire because they smelt of gasoline when they left. Gosh. So then they go and they get the house, you know. Right. Yeah. And they found – they ended up finding um Michaela had gotten um partially away out of her bed. And oh, had, she did? She was crawling – like had crawling
1: Poor thing. across
0: the floor and she had oh. actually –
1: it's probably like smoke. Yep, that got her. Smoke it, it did for both
0: of them. But yeah. but she had you know gotten partially away, right. and she, um, they said she suffered greatly. Oh, and then Haley um, had burns on her skin or whatever, but she had. They both suffered from the smoke. Ah. Um. So yeah, that was that traumatic situation.
1: Yeah,
0: that's terrible. Um. Stephen was found guilty of 16 to 17 counts related to the home invasion murders. Mm -hmm. And um, Joshua was convicted of 17. They were both um, sentenced to death by lethal injection. Oh, wow. But during their serving Mm -hmm. in 2015... They abolished the I, death penalty. I, I had a feeling that was gonna. So they live in that. their life in yeah, prison. Yeah, so in
1: prison without parole. Exactly. Yeah. and they're
0: serving. Actually, one of them's up for parole here oh, recently. Oh, really? So exactly. They get
1: parole. You go from having the death penalty and then you can get parole. I doubt it's gonna pass, but it's but still kind still, of yeah. you well. They're even they're be petitioning able.
0: for parole, stuff like that. No, you shouldn't even be. Able no, they're to. hideous. That's they're serving two serving time in two separate prisons in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. um, and then as a catch-up for Dr. Pettit he gave up he was a di- he was an endocrinologist so he gave up his diabetes practice mm-hmm. immediately after the killings and he started and focused on the Pettit Fali- family foundation with the blessing and then with the blessing of Jennifer's family he went on to remarry oh he did mm-hmm
1: the but th- th- this happened in 07, right? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: Um. So the couple have a young son. Oh. He had another child. Mm-hmm. And that son's name is also William. And their foundation has raised over $2.2 million to wow. address chronic illness, violence, and to encourage women in the sciences. Um. Yeah. He is also now an American... Politician.
1: Oh, okay. Yep.
0: Currently representing Plainville and New Britain and the Connecticut House of Representatives as a Republican. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. So that's, oh, that. I can't imagine that because his whole family is just gone. I can't imagine <sighs> having your whole family gone <sighs> Mm-mm. and yeah. a terrible tragedy like that. And then, you know, he I met just- her through
0: the foundation. Oh, he did. She was working in the foundation. She's actually a photographer, and I think she was working through, like, as part of that organization mm-hmm. in some way. And they met, and she's substantially younger. She's she's like 39. I think he's if she like had 56. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's like 56 or so, and mm-hmm. or was 56 when he had the they had the, they kid, had out. the kid Yeah. Uh,
1: so uh, that
0: is hideous. Yeah, that's and awful. And I don't know how Nightmare. He-
1: pick up and start a life again you know so, I don't know you know I don't know I've um I've seen him on interviews and stuff and it's just uh, it's just crazy mm-hmm. you know um you, you know he has strength and everything I just go can't imagine the day. I, just, I would be a rat.
0: I would be too I'd be done
1: yeah absolutely so. done it sounds right. like those girls
0: were on the right track and mm-hmm. they were doing everything right, right. and they did well, nothing they sound wrong like a,
1: they pretty much sound like a perfect family really exactly I mean, yeah so yeah yeah so that's devastating yeah that's sad mm-hmm. okay and you have more well for... i i have i have more mine's like not as devastating no so it's probably good like that we're not ending on mm-hmm. that
0: yeah
1: so now it's time for my hostage Kidnapping story, and like I said, mine isn't as um. Mine isn't gruesome, actually. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, about a girl who lives in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna travel. She's got Swedish fish. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Do do they eat that there? I'm sure. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, or is it, just, is it just called fish there?
0: It's just called fish. <laughs> <It's not
1: Swedish>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want some fish candy. I just want
1: some fish candy. <laughs> Let um, us know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. We have any Swedes listening mm-hmm, or please. anybody over in that area? Yeah. You know? Uh, so this is about a lady named Isabel Erickson, and that's not her real name. Okay. Um, That's her alias that she goes by. And so, Elizabeth grew up in a small town in Sweden, and she grew up idolizing celebrities like Paris Hilton. She really wanted to have a glamorous life, which was completely different from her life that she grew up. She grew up in a small, rural town, and she had a love for animals, especially horses. Isabel initially wanted to be a veterinarian, but didn't like her studies, so she went to school... After she was done with, uh, you know, high school and stuff, she goes to study to be a vet, didn't really like it, started skipping classes Mm. and stuff, and just decided that she would drop out. And she didn't do much but just work at a local cafe after that, and then she would just party at night. So Isabel wanted to find a job where she could travel and have lots of money and live the glamorous life without having to do much work. Me too. Me too. All of us do, you Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) Very few people can get that. Yeah. And so uh, at 19, she decided to leave her small town in Sweden and she decided to go to Australia with a boyfriend. Nice. And they got a work visa or a tourist visa but whatever it was they could only stay there for a year okay and so they had a hard time finding jobs at first because being a foreigner in another country usually you have to find someone to sponsor you and it's hard to, to do find that. that especially if you don't have any skills sure you know but yeah she doesn't no, no nothing and so they both were having a really hard time finding work um, they spent a lot of their times on the beach, yeah, chilling, same. and um, they cooked though a lot together because they didn't have money to eat out or anything like that. But because of probably all the stress that they're going through, their relationship was also slowly mm-hmm. declining.
0: That's what happens when you have not enough money.
1: Yeah, and you're <laughs> you're, a you're, hollow you're young and stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I don't know, poor Isabel. Mm-hmm.
1: So foreigners can sometimes find jobs such as waitressing or bartending that pay you under the table, but the pay usually isn't that much. And, you know, Isabel, she wanted money. money, So she was becoming desperate to find work. One day she saw an ad for a gentleman's club. It promised a high pay and you could choose your hours. So despite her boyfriend's reservations, Isabel began working at the club. She pretty much chose that job over him. Mm. Yeah. It makes money. It makes she gets money. Attention. Yeah. She's and a commodity. Exactly. And um, she gets to spend her days on the beach and yeah. work at night. Yeah. You know? And so it was an upscale gentleman's club. It was very busy and everyone was really nice. She was really surprised by how nice everybody was. And she really enjoyed the work a lot. And she was able to make her own hours she liked. She was making good money. She Mm -hmm. had regular clients. Mm. And um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. And she also liked it because no one knew her in Australia either. So Mm -hmm. she could do this and she didn't have to worry about family or friends judging Mm -hmm. what she was doing. So she liked it. But remember, she could only do that for a year. Right. And so once her year was up, She had to go back to Sweden. And she decided, though, to go ahead and continue dancing uh, in Sweden. But the clubs weren't as nice. Mm. I remember she lived in, like, a smaller town and stuff, too. And so they weren't as nice. She didn't like it, really. And she was always worried that somebody was going to
0: recognize her. Yes.
1: Yeah. Always worried about that. So she was able to return back to Australia. And she started working there again and she liked it and one day she met this beautiful lady who used to be a former stripper and the lady told Isabel about a work opportunity where she could make money in just a couple hours then in, in just a couple hours she could make as much as she would as a full shift working at the gentleman's club. So Isabel was intrigued by that. short time, good turnover. Fast money. Yeah. money. (laughs) So she was still searching for a way to live like a superstar. And the lady said she was an escort. And the job was really easy. It was fast money. And the lady explained that it wasn't only just sex. Mm -hmm. She said that you're paid for companionship. Sometimes you're arm candy at dinner. And you built long-term relationships with clients. So Isabel... Didn't even have a problem with the sex part. She said she enjoyed sex a lot. And so she was like, okay, I'm fine with that. And she, you know, was really excited about money. And she'd be able to travel because she wanted to travel and everything. And be able to buy whatever. Whatever. The shoes, the handbags, the clothes, everything she wanted. And she could look like Kardashians, Mm. you know. And... And she is really, really pretty. Like, really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, she decided to give it a try. And so she split her time uh, as an escort sex worker. Um, I know we, we use the term sex worker, but she called it ex- escort all the time. So I'm just using the term she was using. Yeah. And so she split her time between Stockholm, Australia, New York City, and Jeez. Miami. Whoa. Yeah. And then she finally ended up back in Stockholm after she did a lot of traveling and working in different areas. She told her family and friends so that she worked as a makeup artist. It's a lot of money as a makeup artist. It is a lot of money as a makeup artist. A lot of traveling, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And so in the fall of 2015, Isabel was uh, living back in Stockholm, Sweden. And on Thursday, September 10th, 2015... Isabel met a new client for dinner. He was a handsome American stockbroker who had been living in London. So he was in Stockholm for a few days for business. And so they met up. They got along well. He was very smart. They had good conversation. And after dinner, they had sex. Mm -hmm. Isabel felt very weird about it. She said that, the client was staring right into her eyes while they were. ooh Yeah. And Isabel – your eyes. Yeah. Isabel thought, these are the eyes of a psychopath. Mm. Like, she felt he was just staring into her soul. soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're, you're with somebody and you're intimate and then you're going to say, think, these are the eyes of a psychopath. Yeah. That's like, scary. Yeah, and you're sc- sitting
0: there. You're, you're stuck.
1: That's scary. And, and she was so, out
0: of her own country.
1: Maybe. No, she's back in her oh, own okay. country. So okay. she's back in Stockholm, Sweden. Where that happened, but yeah. this is an American okay. stockbroker. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, she had never experienced that with a client where she felt weird, but he seemed normal afterwards, and he um, actually asked her. He said he had a business dinner. He had a business dinner the following Saturday, and he asked Isabel to be his date. So she agreed. Sure. And she said he was uh, so nice and he was polite and he was giving her tons and tons of compliments like you're so beautiful and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So it felt good. So she just went ahead and disregarded the feeling that she got, you know, the feeling that you get in the pit of your stomach that's telling you something that we always just disregard, you know. Yeah. And so she went ahead and decided to see him uh, that Saturday and he said that he would pick her up at her place. So... The Saturday, um, September 12th, 2015, comes along. The American client called her and confirmed their date. He asked if it'd be okay if he spent the night at her place Mm. instead of a hotel because her place was closer to the restaurant. So she agreed and was happy. She was happy because uh, she didn't have to leave her toy poodle alone at night. She Mm -hmm. didn't like doing that. And so... Isabel was looking forward to seeing her client. She was actually getting excited and getting excited about getting dressed up and everything. And so when the client showed up, he was dressed very nice. He was in a nice suit. He was a handsome guy. Isabel noticed that he was very well built also. And he gave her some gifts. He gave her perfume mm. and flowers. And then he paid her her $1,600 payment for the Whoa. Evening. Yeah. So he also brought some champagne and chocolate-dipped strawberries, too. Shit. Yeah. So he said, like, we could, you know, drink a little bit before we go. I would have just stopped at the and shit. just relaxed. Without the money, I would
0: have been happy with just the strawberries. Uh, the
1: strawberries. And those are so good. <laughs> <laughs> so they drink champagne. And she starts to notice while they're talking that his accent sounds a little bit different than most Americans. And so then she was thinking in her head... Well, he lived in London for a while. Maybe he's picked up a little bit on um, American on um sorry on the London accent. So he had an, a different accent. Yeah, his accent kind of changed. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Again, these are like little Ch- things that you yeah, should notice. Yeah,
0: notice and maybe even
1: question. Definitely question. So her date suggests then that they lie on her bed while they eat the chocolate dipped strawberries. And so she was like, okay, we'll go over to my bed and we'll eat it. You know, a little romantic, you know, like, and so he starts feeding her some of the strawberries and he takes a few and suddenly Isabel is like, I am getting so tired, like. With the strawberries? Yeah, she's like, I'm tired. She could hardly even lift her hand. She wanted to feed him some strawberries. And she's like, I can't even lift my hand to feed him strawberries. I'm just so He poisoned her. Tired. And so he asked her, like, are you getting tired? And she was like, yes, I am. I am. And he goes, I am too. And he was just like, just lay your head on my chest. And she does. And she falls asleep. And everything just goes completely black Sure. after that. <sighs> What do you he think? think? He poisoned her, think? and he
0: poisoned himself too. It's Romeo and Juliet.
1: <laughs> the end.
0: The end. We're done. And that was the story. And that was of
1: it. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Isabel wakes up, and she is standing up. No,
0: no, no! <laughs> you don't say that. Oh, why does it scare me so? I bad? know.
1: And she doesn't recognize the man that's in front of her. So she asks. She's like, who are you? And he says, my name is Martin. And he goes, I think you should go back to sleep. You shouldn't wake up standing up. What? Yeah, you need to lie back down. What? And he tells her that he is a doctor and he's not American. He's Swedish, like her. What? Yeah. Did he... How did he change his accent? <laughs> Probably was doing a really bad yeah, accent. Like, okay, okay, you okay. know? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. So Isabel looks around and notices uh, a tin roof. The room looks unfinished. A tin roof? Yeah, the like fuck? A tin Yeah. <laughs> the room looks unfinished. It's dusty, as if it's under construction. And Martin is sitting in a chair in front of her. There's also a bed in the room.
0: No.
1: So panic just strikes her, you know, because she's like, where the fuck am I? And where is my dog? Yeah, yeah. And she can't – that's so funny that you would think about a dog. That's like me. I'm like, what what happened to her dog? (laughs) Tell me the dog's okay. Just let me know. I don't care about her. Just what happened with the dog. Mm. And so she can't – so she's thinking in her head, I can't let him keep me here. I can't let him keep me here. Yeah, no. Not a good idea. She sees two needles stuck in her arm and she just pulls them out. She's she's not attached
0: to anything. She just pulls them. How out. is she how is she standing if she's asleep?
1: She's I think like she woke up and stood up or okay, something. Okay, okay. You know? Okay. Uh or it's that type of thing where you don't even you come to Okay, you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so then she looks around and she sees two loose spikes like nails because remember this place looks like it's under construction sure and so she gets them and she starts to try to attack him but she is groggy from being on drugs Mm. and so she's slow at moving and she doesn't really have the strength and he's stronger than her Mm, of course he grabs her arms and stops her from doing that and so then she just starts screaming at the top of her lungs she's just screaming screaming um, help me, someone help me, get me out of here. She's just is yelling. Mm-hmm. And he's just looking at her like, okay, you know, like whatever. Right. Like not concerned. You can't do anything. Yes. Right. He's got control. Her dog starts barking. <gasps> the dog at is that in time. this so roof the dog, area. The dog is he with her. He takes the dog? Yes, the dog is with her. And the dog is barking and everything. And so then Martin tells her that no one can hear her. You can scream all you want. No. Nobody can hear your screams. This is concrete. He's like, these are concrete walls, concrete floors. Nobody's going to hear anything. Mm -mm. Just, you know. And he told her never try to escape again, and he'll make things worse. He threatened to chain her to a bed and only feed her crisp bread. Crisp, not Chris crisp bread. bread. Not crisp bread. I was like, What's crisp I don't bread? eat crisp bread. I eat soft I eat bread. bread. <laughs> like, is that like maybe stale? Maybe that's stale bread. That
0: you know, like a crouton. Uh, you see, I but like that's croutons. still bread.
1: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I, I like crouton. Like that's fine. I'll at least it. it's food, right? You know, well, okay. at least like, you're feeding me. Can you dip it in ranch? But not chocolate. No, no more, no more chocolate. no more chocolate. I don't trust you. <laughs> so um, after he tells her that, then he gets up and he leaves. She hears him shut three no, doors behind him. No, not three him. doors. Yes, and they all walk. What? Where are they at? <laughs> and she's like, there is no way I can get through three doors. She has no clue where she is. She doesn't know if she's even still in the country. She doesn't know what day, day it, is. it yeah. is. She doesn't know how long she was knocked out. Right. So so, I and mean, I'm just I, so concerned about this dog, too. Like, he brought the dog with him. Yes, her? he brought the dog. So strange. <laughs> you'll, you'll understand. Okay okay, 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 okay. So, Isabel notices that she's in different clothes than what she had on for the date. So, she was like, did I change my clothes? Did he change my clothes? She didn't have on uh, – a bra or anything Mm. you know she had on jeans she had on a dress before uh she's like how did i get here uh was she above or below ground Mm. she couldn't even tell that all she knew uh, she was very cold and it was dusty and she was on a cement floor Mm. so um martin returns and he tells her not to worry I trust you oh yes okay you can yes you can trust me I can trust you yes um I will let you go after a couple of years what (laughs) no yes no yes and he explains that he wants her to enjoy her time Uh, and he also wants her to like him okay oh (laughs) that's how
0: this works yes
1: it is yes uh he asked her to give him a grocery list so that he could get her favorite foods and also names of her favorite books so mm-hmm. that she would have something to read during the day. Yeah, because that's what I like to do. Yes. I love spending time, my time
0: reading a book just, when I could have been on the
1: beach. Right. Like, this yeah. Is or not... living my life. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like living my life, being with my family and my friends. <laughs> okay. Those
0: things, yes.
1: Working, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. Martin explains that it took him five years to plan this. He built this soundproof bunker. God damn it. And he has made it impossible for Isabel to escape. The three doors are controlled by an electronic keypad, and he's the only one who knows the code. Jesus. So he's telling her all this, and Isabel's dog... He's on the floor because he hasn't been let out. Uh-uh. He's been in this bunker. No. So Martin disapproves and he's like, Don't um you dare. we're going to have to do something about that. No. So Isabel's worried that he's going to do something about her dog now. Right. So um the bunker has two rooms and plumbing has not been completed yet. A, yeah. So he didn't get to finish. In five years. Yeah, he didn't quite finish that part. He couldn't fix that in five years. Yeah. And so (laughs) there is nothing she can use to attack Martin. He has removed everything. So at some point she fell back asleep and he removed (sighs) anything for her to be able to attack him with. So she knows that someone must have seen him take her away. So she says that like somebody had to have seen you carry me out of my place. And Martin looks at her really amused, like, no, um, nobody noticed. And he goes, when we left the apartment, we were dressed as an elderly couple. You – he got a granny wig? (laughs) What? He goes – How do
0: you dress her as an elderly couple? (laughs) Is he an elderly man carrying an elderly woman? Yes,
1: he goes. He goes. (laughs) And that's
0: not going (laughs) to trigger anybody?
1: (laughs) He has a Beaufort, very realistic rubber face mask. Martin called them Hollywood masks. He had face masks? I've seen these masks. It, <laughs> you have? Yes, they are realistic and it's like scary. You know when you see something that looks kind of real? Like Miss Doubtfire. It's, yes, it's like that. It's scary looking. I am disturbed. Yeah. He spent
0: more time on the mask than he did on the plumbing.
1: <laughs> well, who cares? He has the girl, sure. you know? Like, you know, she can figure out how to pee, how to pee, you know, all that. So he said that he put Isabel in a wheelchair Fuck. and he was her elderly husband pushing her and helping her get oh, in the okay. car.
0: That makes sense. A wheelchair. Don't I know. was trying to figure that one out. Yep. Okay. So he
1: didn't have to carry her out or anything like that. She lived in a busy area of Stockholm. So she thought for sure people would have seen that, but nope, nope. nobody would have paid attention no. to that at all. So, Fucking mask. I know. So she was shocked by this. And she tries to hold back her tears, you know, hearing all this. And she doesn't want to seem weak in front of him. So she doesn't want to cry or anything.
0: No. It's already passed, actually.
1: And he's telling her all this stuff, everything. And he's so calm. And the him being so calm. Freaks it, her out. Yes, it's intimidating. Yeah, of course
0: her. it is. Yeah.
1: And he's so sure of everything, mm-hmm. you know. And so Martin tells told Isabel that later in the week he planned to go back to her apartment because he had to leave in a hurry because it took her longer to go to, to sleep. To feel the effects. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so he was going to have to go back and straighten up her place because it looked like they like she had left in a hurry. So mm-hmm. it kind of didn't look like it was a planned sure thing. So he said he was going to go back and clean up her place. And then he said, I'll bring you back some things. You know, so you can feel more like at home here. Yeah, of course. because then it would
0: really look like she left. Yes. You know. And then he
1: said he was going to leave a note for her landlord and say that she decided to leave town for a while. Yeah. So then nobody would question. So if anybody asked, oh, yep. she just decided to leave town, mm-hmm. you know. Um. And so then he also explained that the drugs were in the strawberries.
0: Of course. That night,
1: and he had, he ate some of the strawberries, but those did not have. Poison, but mm. sure, the drugs in it, the poison, it is poison, it's like um, a date rape, obviously, sure. a date rape drug that you put in there. I forget the the name, you no, know. it's just horrible, you thing. know. Yes, a, yes. And I know, like, when I first heard his story, I was like, is this real? <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> this, rubber mask and everything, yes. And so, um, he told her also that. Because there's two rooms in the bunker, he's planning on getting another girl.
0: Oh, good God. This would be good for you guys. You can chat.
1: Yeah. Gossip. Yes. And he goes, maybe I'll get a celebrity. Wouldn't that be cool? Get a celebrity? God, get Wendy Williams, actually. <laughs> She's up for grabs. And he goes, what does your mom look like? Is your mom hot? What? Yes. Uh-huh. This guy is sick. He's sick. And so... He also um, told her that when he drove her. Oh wait, let me go back. So also he told her that night, when after she eaten the strawberries and stuff, she also drank some juice that had stuff in it too, God. and he had sex with her while she was unconscious.
0: Gross. That's not Which, sex. It's that's not, not sex. sex. It's
1: rape. That is rape. Yes, and that's what she she said. Like you raped me. Yeah. Let's but talk about she that. was like, um, she's not gonna act crazy and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, because she's trying to. Not upset him. Sure. She wants to build trust. And so he also said that when he drove her in the car, he had an IV hooked up to her to make sure that she stayed knocked out. Good God. And he told her that his expectation would be for them to have sex two to three times a day. Uh-uh. Uh, but first he needed to run some blood tests to make sure she didn't have any S T D
0: But didn't he already do this? What didn't he? Didn't he already take... No, he just
1: put. Yeah, oh, oh, he. I guess. He's protection. I think he used protection, so he wanted to have unprotected sex. Oh God! Yes. So, the next day, Martin began to take her poodle out every day, so that her dog could, you know, go and pee. He started doing that, Mm -hmm. but he would not let her go out with them. Of course. And then he would go to work every day. He was a doctor. He still went to the hospital every day, and. Isabel realized that she was going to be stuck inside this bunker. So she decided to be courteous and neutral. And she just wanted to be able for him to start trusting her. And hopefully then that would give her an opportunity to escape. Right. So after Martin returned home from work, he would bring Isabel and her dog food. Martin let Isabel go outside um, after a while while they walked her dog. Like at night. Mm-hmm. and isabel could tell that they were far away from any homes all she could see were trees surrounding them Mm-mm. and martin started promising isabel more freedom once another girl arrives so she's like come on yeah he was like well, you'll be able to go out here and sunbathe oh god i know then taking... be outside and all that so one evening he entered the bunker and he seemed very upset and she calmly asked him what was wrong martin pulled out a gun and placed mm. it on the bed, and so he sat by by her, and he told her it was loaded. All she had to do was pick it up. He said to shoot him. Isabel was <sighs> quivering, and she whispered, "I can't do that." And no, which I yeah, it would be what is this a joke? Yes, yeah, he was like he was like shoot me. It would be self defense, you know, if you did that. And she was just like, "I can't kill another person." And so he stared at her in disbelief, and then he just left. And she said that he seemed so upset that she thought he was suicidal. Mm. And Martin later said that that was a test to see if he could trust her. Good thing she passed it. And, yeah, he said that there wasn't even bullets. I believe. That's what I'm saying. I know. I know. Yeah.
0: That would be just worse.
1: (laughs) So even though she passed the test, he still wasn't going to let her go back to the apartment with him when he went So later that same day, a man, Isabel didn't recognize, came into the bunker. Mm. And he scared her. But Elizabeth thought, maybe this is her opportunity to leave. Maybe he was there to rescue her. Right. Um, He just stands there and he's just staring at her. What? Yeah. And, you know, she was like, okay. And he wasn't saying anything. So she just told the man, she was like, help me. Um, Yeah, I've been kidnapped. Is this another mask? The man puts his hand to his face and pulls the rubber mask off. Mother was <laughs> <laughs> He was laughing. No. Yeah, he's like, it doesn't this look real? Stop See? it. It fooled you. A mask? Yes. What is he? I know. Yeah, I was Does he, he, is he really a doctor? Yeah, he is really a doctor. He's a doctor of disguise. Yeah, he really is a doctor. And um, I'll put the mask on social media so you guys can see a it please, yes. it's actually it's really disturbing i'm thoroughly intrigued yes. and so the day martin went back to isabel's apartment he found a note on her door the note was from the police and it said that isabel had been reported missing and her locks had been changed mm. and so she needed to go to the police station to get her new keys and so martin came back to the bunker and he was sad and he was depressed and he said i failed he had planned everything out so carefully but he knew it was only a matter of time before people would begin looking for her and would find her so he gave isabel a set of keys that opens all the doors the three doors you know that had the electronic locks. is this real keys Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly what Isabel was thinking. She was like, yeah. is he even being for real about this? Is he playing another game? Mm-mm. And so Martin said, um, he took out his gun again and he goes, shoot me. Oh, right, we ta- we tried that one. Yep, he's like, shoot me and just leave. You can take the car, just drive off. And again, we she's not gonna shoot him. And he's like, it would be self-defense and she's like, I can't shoot you. And then she doesn't know if any of this is real anyway. sure. So, uh Martin said then I'll drive you to the police station. I'll take you back to Stockholm. I'd be like, "Okay." Yep. And she was like, "Okay." Yep. Yep, got Let's her. Let's get the dog. Got her. Go. Dog and yep. So, during the car ride, he let her hold the gun. Cuz <clears throat> he wanted her to be like, "Okay, I'm I really am taking you back to the police station, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm really going to just let you go." So, And he started talking crazy while he was driving. Like, Mm. oh, I'm not going to make it in prison. I'm not going to survive in prison. Oh, God.
0: Woe is me. Yes.
1: And then he started saying, well, you know, uh, maybe we can come up with a story. Maybe you could say that you... Me and you met and we loved mm-hmm. each and then we other. fell in love with each other and you just decided to run away run away with me for a while. Yes, yeah. exactly. And she's like, Yes, let's go <laughs> report that
0: right yeah, now. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. And she's just like, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then she's thinking to her head, this he's just trying to get me to go back to the cops, say everything's okay, so my family stops looking for me. And that stuff. would be the
0: dumbest decision. Yes. Ever.
1: Yes. And yes. that and then he just wants to take me back.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. that nightmare.
1: Right. So <laughs> I can't believe the masks. I'm not ever <laughs> you're like, no, right. Yeah, you're gonna be shocked when you see them. That's so funny. So um she finds out on their way there that she is three hundred miles away from Stockholm. Holy shit. Yeah. So she's in this really rural tiny town where nobody's around. Sure. Like is his farm is his farm that he has, like there's aerial pictures of it. It's like. Nope. No. Nope. So. Uh, at the police station, they get there. Martin goes inside with her. She thought he was just going to drop her off. No. Uh, such no. luck. Hun. It's not. No. No such luck. So. Um, she speaks to someone at the desk and they said, well, you've been reported missing. So you have to speak with an investigator. Perfect. Before we can give you. She's like anything. by myself. Yes. And so they sit and wait for 2 hours 2 hours you have to be kidding me i know and he's waiting there with her you just know calmly calmly waiting and he's showing her pictures on instagram and stuff and of girls that he's interested in transgender girls and stuff too that he's interested in he's just showing her all all kind. he was like oh i he was like i i was going to take her and i chose you instead i chose you maybe maybe i'll get her too gross yes Like, she's actually into this. So, uh, finally, someone comes out (laughs) to get her. Finally. And uh, Martin tried to go with her. No, 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 sir. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They were like, "Um, no, we need to speak with her by herself. And Isabel did not feel... Safe until she got into that room and the door shut. And
0: she's like, "Can you please take your face off?
1: Yeah, <laughs> please, can I please touch your face. Can I please touch it? Can I please just see? Yes, yes. So she gets in there with her dog. Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> and she just starts bawling, and she tells him, you know, I, I have been kidnapped. And can you believe it was only for the past six days? Shit. Yeah, I've been kidnapped for the past six days. I've been held in a soundproof bunker. That guy out there is the one who did it.
0: He thinks I'm in here telling you. Yeah, okay. that I'm
1: okay. That and that I'm just going to leave with him. Are you right. fucking kidding me? God, and check his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go and they arrest him. He's just still How sitting easy. there. He's just sitting there. <laughs> I mean, I think, when, I think when she went off by herself, I would leave. I'm like, okay, this is my time. I know. Oh, God. Anything. Any, oh, come man. on. So... So strange. Isabel found out that her best friend Natalie was the one who alerted her family and friends that she was missing. Thank God for Natalie. Gosh, everybody needs... A Natalie. A Natalie. Everybody needs a Nicole, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. the Shanann's friend. Everybody needs somebody because Natalie was on it the day, like the next day she was Yes, she knew something was wrong. Yeah, she knew something. So, um, on, uh... February 23rd 2016 Martin Trinnenborg No. Oh, <laughs> well, no last name. Trinnin Trinnenborg. Dr. Martin Trinnenborg. He doesn't have that um, title anymore, I hope. He does actually. What? Yep. They did not take that away from him. Yep. Uh, he's he is 39 years old. He was convicted of kidnapping. It's a 10-year sentence in Sweden. Uh, he wasn't found guilty of rape because they couldn't prove hmm. that he raped her while she was unconscious. And guess what? Cause they, it doesn't have what to What about serve. the fact that she was awake and she, he was raping her? Oh, he didn't, they didn't have sex.
0: Oh, they didn't. Remember?
1: No. Okay. Cause she, he was waiting for the blood test. Oh, thank God for the blood no. test. Yeah. So okay. no, no, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, um, he doesn't have to serve his full 10 year sentence, you know, so he'll be out in 2022. No. Yeah.
0: Nobody is safe.
1: I mean. He is the master disguise. What the fuck? I mean, really?
0: I'm afraid. So
1: she is afraid. I would be. She's afraid. Um, I watched interviews with her. Several interviews. Um, she's in witness protection. Yeah. I don't know why she's doing public interviews. So right. right. Her but, face is still the same. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I.
0: I he I imagine,
1: so, she's not in she's not in Sweden anymore though. He he clearly he's, has access to lots but of But I mean, he can do this again to somebody else. I yeah. Know. I mean this is ridiculous. And so mm-hmm. and um, he's
0: trying to find a way better to do it, you know. Yeah. God damn. I know.
1: So Isabel, um, she wants to study. She said she might go and live abroad. And right now, um, she said I'm focusing on taking it one day at a time and getting my life back. And so she said, since the kidnapping, I see life differently and I have different values. And thank God. She goes, I stopped working as an escort immediately. I realized what's important in life. Before this happened, easy money and travel were important to me, but now I have completely different values. I used to be very fearless and adventurous, but now I'm more scared and cautious. That is really sad. Yeah. And so that is the story of <sighs> the oh. Swedish soundproof bunker, Isabel Erickson, oh. her story. And she was in her 30s when all this happened, too. Whoa. They don't give her exact age either. so Whoa. Yeah. I... Oh. She wrote a book, and I'm going to... Um, put the information on that too. And then there's, um, interviews and stuff like that. so, yeah, a lot of the info from, so. Those stories <laughs> will make you want to cry. Yeah. you A lot. Yeah. And. It's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like where we said, but, um, your story is more like where law enforcement just dropped the fucking yes, ball. Yes, they fucking did. Um, and also just people. Yes, good, they did. Supposedly good Samaritan people who should have helped didn't really help. Well, I mean, I'm sure you're thinking, what is going on? Yeah. And then. Still. Mine, she actually had like red flags, you know. Sure. Don't ever have someone meet you at your house, people. Like, it, right. Don't ever meet in a public place.
0: Trust your instincts. Please. Yes.
1: Tr- yes. You get money. That is money. not important no. at that
0: point. Mm-hmm. No.
1: I mean, you're always going to.
0: Find it, another way to make yeah, money. Yeah, you always
1: find another way. You're always going to end up okay. You know, just oh, really? have that. Truly. it really is true, and it may I always suck. think that may suck yeah. for
0: a bit, but not as bad as being uh, taken over by a man with a different face. <laughs> <laughs> that mask situation is so haunting. It
1: is. It is. It's like freaky. Yeah, it's very freaky. And that somebody would go through all this planning, and they're not sure how why he chose her. They don't know if she was, he was stalking her for a while or whatever, but um, mm, he probably was. Yep. And so. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's
0: that's why I'm single and not ever going to do anything different. <laughs> like <laughs> You've
1: could, got yeah. to trust. You've got to get out yeah. there. Yeah. You've got to get out there. No, I don't I think, don't really, like, Mm-mm. if me and Rex broke up, I think I'd be really scared to get out into the dating world. Yeah. You know, especially now with more of the <laughs> stories we're talking about. <laughs> Great. My dating My life is just
0: ruined again. Great.
1: Public places, people. Meet public Forever and, and ever. talk forever and just – Check his face. Um, You know, do background checks and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, I do, I do that too. Yeah, do all that. Okay, well – That's that. No, that's that. That was our kidnapping episode. Yeah. Hostage.
0: Held against their will. Yes.
1: And, you know, all that jazz. Um, if you have any recommendations, I so like if you've been kidnapped, if you, if you not- have any hostages, uh, let just- us know, <laughs> we will come save them.
0: Um, no, but if you have any recommendations or mm-hmm. story topics you want us to cover or anything like Whatever. that, send it
1: in. Our email is official what the uh, podcast at gmail gmail.com dot com. and you can reach us out on. Reach, reach us out reach, reach us out on yeah on social or you can reach emails. out to us on <laughs> reach out
0: <laughs> <Don't> touch thanks <things.
1: laughs>
0: anyway, um, so yeah Instagram it's so, it's so
1: easy so yeah. on Instagram and Facebook, Facebook we're What the F Podcast I just started a group. discussion group so it's, it's What the F Podcast discussion meeting group meeting
0: you there yeah
1: so we can talk about like these cases and other cases and things like that Um, yeah I forgot I think earlier I wanted to just talk about the his watch thing that came out so maybe we'll talk about that next time the new info with the interview and then we can just be done with his ass please be done with his just let him just go and rot rot yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah there's that so there's that
1: so just uh, oh and also please rate us yes give us
0: five star yeah share us with your friends yes Reach out to us and let us know what's going on. Yeah,
1: we really want to get more reviews and, you know, help us out. Help
0: us out, man. Help us with the app. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, Okay. we are going on. All right.
0: Anyway, next time we'll talk to you. It's great. Until then. Goodbye. Bye-bye.